Welcome to the Parent Matters Podcast, where we help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of parenting and equip you with tools to confidently parent your children. I'm Susan Stutzman, and today I'm going to be sharing um, a few ways for you as a parent or a guardian to be thinking about how to help your child get ready for summer scheduling. As a parent myself, I just want to name that um, often we can be hyping up, it's almost summer vacation or 10 more days until summer or um, it's going to be spring break. But with every transition, children um, need to be prepped in order to avoid unnecessary anxiety. And a lot of times when there is going to be a big change, it can feel exciting to a child, like we're not going to do school or I'm not going to do this. But then all of a sudden, it can become a quickly, it can it can feel um, anxiety provoking, or it can feel stressful. Because so much is changing so quickly in a child's world. So for example, I just want to share that if you are ending a school year and you're transitioning into summer, some families then have a caregiver that's at home with the child and the routine changes for the child. They may be able to get up later. They may be able to watch more shows or play outside or visit the pool. For other families, it may look like you have scheduled programming um, that continues through the summer um, that looks similar to a school year, um, such as your child went to Montessori for the whole year, and they are going to Montessori camp. And it just is almost like a seamless um, transition because hours are similar. It's just less um, academic focused and more focused on nature or different things. There are other families that might piece together child care. So they may be doing different camps or Bible schools or um you name it, uh, you know, swimming lessons. And so then the child is scheduled. Um, and so it's not, uh, it's not school, um, per se, or like they have August through um, May or June, but it is a scheduled time. And for children, when there's going to be big changes, as well as for adults, it can be, it can provide, um, a wonderful and exciting new adventure, but it can also bring with it its own host of problems. And so what I would encourage you to do is do a lot um, as a parent to make what is coming known to your child. And you can talk about what you do know. And sometimes you don't know, is my child going to get into a camp? Is my child going to be able to get into those ballet lessons? Am I, um, are we going to do Montessori camp or are we going to um, be going to on vacation for three weeks um, in Florida? Whatever your, whatever's going on, as much as you know, if you can write it out or put it on some um, 
thing that is visual to a child, especially depending on their age. For younger children, the more tactile and visual something can be, the more they can begin to manipulate with their eyes or their hands what they're um, anticipating and become familiar with it. And it feels less um, stressful or I don't know what's happening or anxiety provoking, if you will. What I like to um, do for my own children is to create um, pictures of different things that we're going to do um, alongside of boxes that look like um, just a very simple calendar so that they know what they're anticipating. And we talk about a big view. So we have 10 weeks from when school ends to when it starts again. And these are the things that we're going to do during the during summer. Some things might happen as planned and some things might not. And helping them to begin to navigate that summer, just like any other time, um, might have some things that are unexpected and might not go as planned. Then I like to pare it down so that I have um, week by week so that the children in my life can see what we're planning for each day. And I include my schedule so that they know what I'm planning to do, what I'm planning for them to do, so that things don't feel as big of a surprise to them. Sometimes as parents, it can be overwhelming um, to even think about this because we are making so many plans and making sure that our child is getting to the place on time that they're supposed to be or getting back um, or being picked up or navigating rides or um, all these different things. And we forget to remind our child consistently about all of these things. We're like, whew, that's done. You know, I got it. I got to figure it out. But helping them to navigate the stress of change Um, whether it's good stress or negative stress, is really setting them up for success through creating a visual of some sort to note the upcoming change. One thing that I think, um, you know, is helpful is uh, Google or Pinterest or um, mom's blogs uh, can be helpful in thinking about ways to do this, such as, um, you know, getting a piece of um, construction paper and cutting 20 little strips and ripping off one for each day so that the child knows what's coming or, or having um, a, a string of a paper chain or these types of things. But it doesn't have to be Um, elaborate. It just needs to be something that you can use as a tool so that you can aid your child in knowing how to plan and how to move towards um, different things. And it also opens the door to help you begin to discuss, which is another thing that I want to share, but to discuss the different things that are going to be happening. The reason why I think it's important to discuss and share what is upcoming and not just surprise a child is because every child reacts to change differently. And it's important to 
also as children begin to um, grow and have a voice that you can discuss, I use that word intentionally, what you're going to be doing on a vacation or this week mama's home or this week grandma's here and be able to talk about feelings that may arise and what um, is expected and plans. And if this plan doesn't work out, what the next plan is. I also find that parents sometimes have a different idea than each of their children, what relaxing might look like. So if I want to go on a vacation as a parent, if I take my children that vacation looks different than if I go on vacation without my children. It also depends on who you're with. Um, as are you with another family? Are you with a group of people on a boat? Are you with a large crowd at a theme park? And if you know what is going to happen and you can discuss this with a child, then your, your anticipation of what a vacation might look like and what you want out of it can become um, known to a child. And there can be less guessing or less um, stressful moments where a child's like, but you promised, you said we were going to do this and you had a totally different idea of what you had told them, or there wasn't an ability to keep that, um, your word because of a closure in a park or a, you know, or the boat wasn't able to be booked or what have you. Um, I find that the more that you can discuss with a child, not, not giving them the ability to navigate the whole thing on their own, but to actually have dialogue and help them to realize that there are resources and plans and things that we can do, um, but that you're ultimately making the decision of where they're going to be for the summer or the caregiving opportunities that they um, are going to be placed in. It can help them and you can set the tone for um, how you are helping to give them a vacation experience that you both enjoy or a camp experience um, that they know this is going to be co-ed and you're going to be doing a lot of um, adventures in the woods. So we're going to, um, we're, you know, we're going to plan for um, your, the way in which we, we do this if you're looking to give your child new experiences and they may be a little apprehensive about um, doing something on a stage and you put them in dance camp and they have to do a performance at the end, it probably is really helpful to have a conversation. Otherwise, that whole week of um, being in dance camp and, and being around people that are saying, hey, we're going to have this performance or we're working on this, it could, it could really be a hard week for a child or really anxiety provoking and it couldn't cause a lot of strife in the home. So don't stop at creating the visual and creating um, the, the re visual reminder or, or calendar, if you will, of what's to come, but also work to discuss with your child. And I think what's really important as a parent is 
um, not only discussing what is going to happen, because it's one thing to make a calendar, but then it's another thing to share it or keep talking about it. Um, I, I, I will say as parents, sometimes it can, it can be overwhelming. Um, and we feel like, well, I already shared that with a child, but if you can carve out even a few moments each night before the next day to talk about the scheduled activities and review what is coming up. You can um, be guaranteed that there will be um, a lot of um, settling in your system as well as your child system as you navigate um, the differences of what summer scheduling looks like versus school scheduling. So again, it's not a perfect um, recipe for, um, you know, no problems. However, it's a really helpful um, way to aid um, de-stressing and regulation in a child as well as in you as you talk about what is going to happen. One thing that I I also encourage parents to think about as they're getting ready for summer scheduling is um, thinking about um, resourcing their child or resource packs. At school, um, your child has typically a backpack that they bring um, or something um, that can house um, a myriad of things, but commonly found in backpacks can be books or um, school supplies, um, pencils, markers, um, sometimes glue, water bottle, um, a lunch box. Some schools have iPads or library books, homework, etc. Some kids uh, choose to bring tissues for the past two years, having extra masks. All of these things are what I would consider a resource for a child to be able to do their job, which is school, well. And sometimes when we transition into summer scheduling, we don't always have as thought out resources or resource packs. And for children, it can be really helpful to um, work with them to create resource packs for what they need. So depending on if you're going on vacation um, and they need a resource um, pack for the day, let's say you're going to Disney World and you want to make sure that they have a, you know that you can buy food there and you know that you can um, get water bottles there and you know all um, all of these things. It could be helpful to either talk about where you can get the resources or bring in your own just to make them feel more comfortable. It's kind of like if you think about when you had a young child in um, in your care having a diaper bag with a diaper or a few diapers, wipes, an extra change of clothes, some uh, extra food or formula, uh, maybe a water bottle in case you didn't know if there was water in the area, a changing pad, any type of resource that your child might need that you might not be able to find quickly or readily. Because a child, when they, uh, a young, young child or an infant needs something, oftentimes they need it very quickly. And to lower 
um, a child or an adult of any age, um, their stress level, it can be helpful to think about having resource packs for different um, events or different scheduled programming or different vacations or different um, summer scheduling to help aid your child in their de-stress or um, decreasing their anxiety. I'll I'll give you an example. So if you know that your child is going to um, go to a swimming class, right? Um, they, they are going to be at a swimming camp. They're going to learn how to swim. They're going to do all of these things. Perhaps um, it's three hours long. Giving them a bag with some snacks, with goggles, with a water bottle, with t- a towel, with... Um, sunscreen, those are all resources. They don't have to be like big, crazy things. Um, but oftentimes we don't necessarily think, okay, those that's a resource for our, ch- our child or for us. But if you begin to think in this language, it can, um, and in these concepts, we can begin to see how we can support ourselves in times that are a little bit uncertain, just like um, if you were going somewhere that you didn't know, if you have a re- if you have your phone um, and you have the address, you can look it up on a map and you can get directions. That's a wonderful resource. So I would encourage you to think about as summer scheduling is beginning to create a resource pack for each child that you have in your care and change or swap things out as needed so that they can be equipped for the changes that are coming and not feel um, overly um, un or un, overly or under I should say um, uh, resourced that's a big um, issue I think when we're thinking about the way Um, we navigate the world. And so we can prepare, 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 and we can um, create visuals to note upcoming changes. We can discuss things, we can create resources, but we can't prepare for everything. And so helping our children learn also to have problem-solving brains is important. So I would encourage you as you connect with your children to say, sometimes things don't turn out the way that we want. What if we are stuck somewhere without a resource? What is some way we can get what we need? And um, begin to talk about if this is happening, where can we go? Um, What are internal resources? What are things that we always have with us that are never gone? Um, And so again, it's a way in which we are teaching our children to navigate change, to navigate the world. Summer can be an anxiety-provoking time. It can be a wonderful time. It can be a mixture of both. We can have lots going on. But um, I think that as a parent, thinking through these few ways to help your child get ready for summer scheduling will give you a um, quite a, an advantage um, if you do one or all of these things. 
Thank you so much for joining me as we talked about this, as we navigated this together. Um, and as a reminder, the topics discussed on this podcast and the resources shared should always be considered a matter of personal opinion. They do not reflect professional advice. If you or your child is in need of additional help or any type of mental health counseling support, please seek out a licensed counselor in your area. And if you have any questions or um comments that you want to share, things that you would like to hear discussed or um, talked about on this podcast, please send us an email. The address is podcast at kidmatterscounseling.com. And if you found this conversation useful, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And please join me again next time for the Parent Matters podcast. Don't parent alone.